Hello everyone, I'm Tim Muma. Thanks for joining us on LJN Radio. On this edition of Moving Up the Ladder, we're talking about transitioning into that encore career. We're going to get the perspectives and experience from Chuck Conrad. He's a senior financial planner with Zarka Financial, and he has a ton of experience in helping people examine the idea of going into an encore career. Chuck, thanks a lot for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Well, this topic is something we've covered a little bit, but I think you're going to have a little different perspective on it. And that's the idea of an encore career. And I wanted to start by just getting your own personal definition for how you would define an encore career. Well, an encore career means different things to different people. But from my point of view, it's something that we do later on in life, whether it's uh, on the tail end of of our first career, if you will. Mm -hmm. And the purpose is we're looking for greater fulfillment personally, or we're looking to have a, a greater impact with regard to society, or for others, they're just looking for a paycheck to bridge mm-hmm. the gap. Now, you kind of alluded to it there uh, as far as some of the common reasons people might choose to start that Encore career. Do you think this is happening more often than it was years ago? Do you see any sort of trends? I mean, how would you sort of analyze the idea of an Encore career and what people are looking to do later in their, in their lives? I think it's exponentially greater than it was even five years ago, let alone 15 or 20 years ago, Mm -hmm. for a couple of different reasons. I think, first of all, people are beginning to realize that life is really about fulfillment and their professional lives have to involve some level of personal fulfillment for them to really be enjoying life. And as a result, it's that much easier to to marry the two, that you know, making money and having an impact right. in their career search. But also in 2008, 2009, 2010, we saw an awful lot of people losing their jobs. Companies mm-hmm. uh, were struggling financially. They were eliminating significant positions. And a lot of people had to reevaluate how they were making their money, right. whether or not they would be able to make the same amount of money that they were making. And I don't want to pick on anyone, but when, when you're, let's say, an administrative assistant that's been at one employer for 34 years and you're making $65,000, it's going to be very difficult in the environment that we saw in, in 2008 going forward. It's going to be very difficult to meet the same salary sure. with a new employer that you are receiving with your former employer. And, and to demand that salary, we would see people get really priced out of the market so they weren't considered. So we saw a lot of people lose their traditional employment and have difficulty finding something else. And it, it forced them to be creative as to what they, you know, quote unquote, wanted to be when they grew up <laughs> and how they were going to pay the bills. Now, now for some, when we sit down and look at the numbers and run the numbers for them in, in terms of retirement, for some of them, they were okay to retire. Hmm. Then the Encore career became less about money and more about how do they keep their mind active? How do they do the things that they've always talked about doing? But because they started in information technology 30 years ago and have just continued on that path, they've kind of lost sight of, of what they really wanted to do. And that's a good time for them to, to really focus on it. And they've got the benefit because they've got the funds that they're able to weather the storm and really do what they want to do. Now, for others, they don't have the funds to, you know, retire. Right. What we're dealing with is finding a paycheck. 
And that's going to vary depending on where they're at. For some, it might be a paycheck where they need to make 30% of what they were making before to bridge the gap until they start collecting Social Security. Okay. Some of those situations might be a woman who's always loved reading books and she gets a job at a library where she's surrounded by books and in the evening she's reading books and she's able to talk to the patrons at the library about the books that she's reading and she she has a, a great sense of fulfillment there and she's collecting a few bucks along the way and that enables her to postpone taking social security so that she'll get her maximum benefit at say age 66 right. instead of taking a reduced amount at age 63. So you can work part-time to bring in a few bucks to postpone social security, et cetera. Or I've seen people work uh, several part-time jobs. Okay. When you combine the income that they've received, it's not what they were making before, but it might be 50 to 75% of what they were making before. Mm -hmm. And they like the variety. One job might be a cashier at a drugstore where they're dealing with people and they, they like that interaction. Another job might be something where they're entering data into a computer and they've got solitude, so they don't have to deal with people. <laughs> when you mix it up, for them, it's, it's a nice blend. Yeah, It can really be a variety of different things. Now, for others where they've lost their job unexpectedly and are having a difficult time finding a job in the same field and don't have the nest egg to retire, what we're dealing with is an encore career where they're working for themselves as a consultant. And, you know, it's, um, it's like dating. When you're going out and finding these, these clients, the client doesn't want to make a commitment to making you an employee. Mm-hmm. They don't want to pay for your benefits, et cetera, sure. and give you the legal protections as an employee. And they don't know that they're going to be able to keep you busy for 40 hours a week. So they may hire you on as a consultant for a project that might take 10 hours a week. And if you can get five or six clients, you've created a way for you to keep yourself busy. Right. With those individuals, we've got we've to do some planning to make sure they know what they need to make, how to calculate their hourly rate, because we have to cook in other factors that they probably don't think about off the top of their head to put them in a position that they're making the same amount that they would otherwise make as an employee. I think you gave some good uh, varying examples of what types of encore careers there might be. And for the various reasons, you know, you alluded to there might be a passion of somebody's. It might be changing it up a little bit from what their normal career was. I think that's a good place to start with that. And and you mentioned there, there is going to be some planning that has to go into it, especially if you're looking more at the financial side or getting to that retirement point. So I wanted to jump into some of the specific tips that you can share with the listeners. If those are people out there that are interested in starting that encore career of theirs, um, hopefully voluntarily, not because they're forced to, but where should they be starting? If we're talking about tips for starting that encore career for that transition, where do you believe they should start in trying to get things going really? Well, the answer to every question with me is it depends. Sure. I, I get that a lot with you, Zarka guys. <laughs> Absolutely. Let me, let me give you a few concrete examples of specific people I've worked with in okay. an encore career. One woman worked in IT for 30 years and the position was eliminated. And she sat down with me and she said, you know, I've always wanted to be a nurse. So I'm going to go to nursing school, and that's going to take me three years. I need enough money from my nest egg to provide for me to live for three years. And then in three years' time, 
I'm, you know, guaranteed a position with this hospital system Mm -hmm. after I've come out of nursing school. And then I won't need money for a while. So I'm okay sacrificing some of my nest egg for the next three years. And we did that. We created a plan to provide her the stream of income for three years. She graduated from nursing school. She went to work for the hospital and loves her life. Mm-hmm. And she's now saving for retirement. And she feels like she's paying herself back the money that she took out and the, the personal fulfillment that she has and the number of times that she said to me, I should have done this years ago. <laughs> right. And it just, it, it took a little courage to say, I'm not going to bring anything in for the next three years and I'm going to take some out, mm-hmm. but this is why I'm going to do it. So that's, that's one example. Another example would be a gentleman that uh, worked in marketing at the age of 55, the position was eliminated. Hmm. And he sat down and he said, you know, I could get a jo- another job. Maybe it's making what I was making. Maybe it's not. And five years from now, I could be in the same position where they've eliminated it. And I'm five years older and I'm still looking for a job. Right. I want to start my own business. I'm going to create or I'm going to buy an IT franchise. And that's what I want to do. I want to hmm. be my own boss and I want to build my own business. And if 10 years from now, I decide to retire, I can sell the business, but I'm going to work for me. And in that situation, what we have to do is we have to sit down and look at the assets that they have and then create different buckets. Okay, this is the retirement bucket. This is what we're not going to touch at all. We've got to protect this bucket for down the road. We're going to create a bucket of money for the business. Mm -hmm. This is how much we're comfortable allocating to the business. And then when that money is gone, it's time to work on your resume and find a job or the business should be thriving and surviving on its own. Right. And the the other bucket is going to be the bucket for immediate cash flow needs individually, because when you start a business, it's not like you, you know, turn on the lights and, and switch the sign from close to open and let everybody know that you, you're now in business and you've got a line of people that are already waiting outside for you, ready to give you money, and the business is profitable from day one. Mm-hmm. So we have to make sure that the immediate cash flow needs are taken care of for the, the individual and their family. We need to make sure that the business has seed money, and then we need to make sure that we have set aside enough in the retirement bucket that we're not mortgaging our future on the success of this business. Right. So it really comes down to the bucket theory with me. Right. Yeah. And I think that is an important piece. Uh, I think a lot of people might think to themselves that it's a spur of the moment thing and that you can just kind of jump into it. But clearly some planning, a lot of planning, a lot of cases need to go into it. So I think that's important for people to hear. I know we're going to start to get close on our time here. So I just wanted to pick your brain quickly on some other tips, just maybe some quick hitting stuff, if you can, about some of these other ideas. Uh, I was going to ask about the role of technology and the role of networking. Uh, With those two areas, what would you offer up as tips for people who are looking into that Encore career? Huge. The the Mm. impact of technology, whether it's LinkedIn or even Facebook, if you're you're doing an Encore career where you want to walk dogs, all right, you love animals and right. you want to earn a few bucks walking dogs to let everybody in your your network know sure. what you're doing. It certainly doesn't hurt you. For consulting, if you're starting your own consulting practice, LinkedIn is going to be critical because so many people, so many potential clients slash employers are out looking at keywords because they don't want to hire employees. They want to find contractors. Right. And you're going to have to have a LinkedIn profile that has all of the buzzwords for what you do in order to get noticed. And you can't have 
enough contacts in either one of those if you're pursuing the Encore career. I tell people that I would want to be Kevin Bacon, uh, you know, the six <laughs> degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yep, right. If you're starting an Encore and you're working for yourself, you need to start thinking of yourself as, as trying to be Kevin Bacon so that everybody is in contact with you and you're the first person they think of when they think of somebody that needs the service that you provide. Yeah, I like the, that. The other thing with the technology, and it, it's kind of an offshoot of the Encore career idea overall, is be sure it's an Encore career and not a hobby. Hmm. Now, I've, I've sat down with somebody that said what they really want to do is they want to they wanna teach people how to be bass fishermen. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, they would, they would spell it out for me and they want people to hire them to take them out on the boat and take them fishing. And I said, it sounds like you're looking for someone to go fishing with you <laughs> and offset the cost of the fuel to go out there. Uh, <laughs> and his wife said, thank you. It's about time somebody told him this isn't a business. This is a hobby. You have to make sure that your idea, if you need the income, that your idea can produce the income. Right. I can see a lot of people falling into that trap a little bit because, oh, this is what I love to do and I can make some money off it. But I think you bring up a good point there is really understanding the end goal when you're talking about this Encore career. One other piece I wanted to check with you on I thought was interesting. Again, I had seen these five tips for starting an Encore career. There was a note to look for volunteer opportunities. Why do you see that as being important or valuable when examining the possibility of having an Encore career? One of the things for me is the Encore career has to be about fulfillment. Right. And along the way, if you're volunteering, you're automatically feeding your soul. If you're finding nonprofits that mean something to you and you're giving back. So that's one way to help feed your soul. But then you're surrounded by people that are also feeding their souls and opportunities might come up. If they, if they see that you're a business owner or if you're in transition and you're spending your time there, giving back to the community instead of being holed up at home, wondering why things have happened to you the way that they have. Mm -hmm. It says an awful lot and people are going to be more willing to take a chance on you when they can see the character of you instead of uh, just reading you know, a, a profile, whether sure. it's on LinkedIn or in a resume. I think it certainly helps to get out there and volunteer and it might uncover other passions that you didn't know about. From my point of view, you can never volunteer enough. I think people can appreciate that. And it's definitely advice that we've had from other uh, professionals in talking about just anything with a job search or if you lose your job. Uh, there's just so many opportunities like you mentioned there. I think it fits right in. So I appreciate that piece of it. Chuck, unfortunately, we're getting really close to our time here. I just wanted to give you the floor at the end. Any last tips, piece of advice you would offer to the listeners out there who might be interested in that Encore career? At the core of it all is you only live once. Make sure that, that it has meaning that's huge to me. It's all about fulfillment and meaning with me. If somebody's interested in an Encore career, if they need help running the numbers to figure out what they can do, what they can't do, from my point of view, check out our website at zarkafinancial.com or my contact information is out there if they want to sit down and have a conversation. It's what I do. It's what provides fulfillment uh, for me. So if we need to sit down and run the numbers and see if they can focus on an Encore career, whether it's calculating their hourly rate as a consultant, whether they can retire and just volunteer, or how much money they need, I'm happy to have that conversation with them. Well, Chuck, we're happy to have you on sharing some of that knowledge and experience. So thank you once again for joining us today. Thank you. Take care. That will do it for us here on Moving Up the Ladder. Again, we were speaking with Chuck Conrad, Senior Financial Planner with Zarka Financial, discussing the idea and the topic of Encore Careers. 
you want to give us feedback on this show, send us an email, ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. You can also find us on Twitter, at the LJN, and you can check out all of our shows on iTunes. Just search LJN Radio in the iTunes store. Once again, I'm your host, Tim Muma. We'll talk to you later.